0: Well, at this time, the deacons would come forward for the taking of the Lord's Supper. And as they're coming, let me just say a few things. We are about to participate together as a congregation in the Lord's Supper, and we take the Lord's Supper very seriously. The Lord's Supper is an ordinance of our Lord that He instituted for our well-being, for our spiritual nourishment. And this Supper is an exclusive Supper. This supper is for believers only. It's for the qualified only. And the only qualifications for taking this supper this afternoon are gospel qualifications. But here are the qualifications. I need to go over them very quickly. If you have repented of your sins, that's if you've turned away from sin and you've believed in the Lord Jesus Christ for your righteousness and for your salvation and you've believed in Him alone and you've been baptized following your conversion and you are a member in good standing in an evangelical church, then we gladly welcome you to participate with us in the supper this afternoon. If you fail to meet those requirements, if you have not repented of your sin, if you have not believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you have not been baptized following your conversion, or if you are not a member in good standing in an evangelical church, or in good conscience you're not seeking to be a member in good standing in an evangelical church, then we would kindly ask you to simply refrain from participating with us in the supper today. In the scriptures, God adds his warning of judgment for those who take the supper unworthily. If you're in Christ and you've been baptized and you're a member of a church, you're qualified. If you're in Christ and we take this supper and this supper is so precious and so serious to us because it speaks to us of our union with Jesus Christ. We are, each of us, united to our Savior by faith. We are His, and He is ours. And this supper, in many ways, is a way to confirm and to reaffirm that glorious and wonderful truth and to celebrate it and to rejoice in it, that we are united to our Savior. And if each of us is united to the Savior, then we are united to each other to the Savior. And so let me just say a few things before we take the elements. We have the two elements before us, the bread and the cup. The bread represents to us Christ's broken body. It represents to us his death, his substitutionary death in the place of sinners, his atoning sacrifice. The cup represents the new covenant that he accomplished by shedding his blood on the cross. And so in many ways, this supper represents to us the death of Jesus Christ in light of his resurrection. It represents to us his saving death. It represents to us his powerful resurrection. Well, I think in the light of the sermon today, it would be helpful for us to think just for a few things as we come to the table today. Remember, this supper is to remember Jesus Christ, to put your thoughts and your meditations upon him and to feed upon him and to worship him and to renew your faith in him. Well, today, these elements are a fresh reminder to us, brothers and sisters, that Jesus Christ has saved us from the condemnation that we heard about today upon the wicked and the ungodly. These elements represent to us that Jesus Christ on the cross has borne the wrath of God. He has borne it in full. These elements represent to us today that Jesus Christ is our righteousness, apart from our righteousness, and we are clothed in His righteousness. Brothers, this is good news. This is wonderful. This is glorious. This is a time to rejoice in Jesus Christ and what He's done for us. Jesus Christ on the cross, brothers and sisters, has experienced the abyss of Tartarus. Torments of body and soul and mind upon the cross as He bore the full wrath of God. The Scriptures teach us that when Christ was on the cross, He bore God's wrath. He bore it in His flesh. He bore it in full. He bore the punishment that is due to your sin in His body on the cross. Here's how I want you to think about this. Maybe it's just a little vulgar. But I think it will be helpful for you today. You're about to participate. You're about to partake of these elements. You're about to take this little piece of bread that represents Christ's body broken for you. And you're going to place it in your mouth. And you're going to swallow it. And I want you to remember that as you swallow that piece of bread and it goes into your belly, so Christ on the cross bore the abyss that was your destiny. God would have cast you down into Tartarus, except that Christ bore that in your place. as you put that little piece of bread on your mouth, on your tongue, and you wash it down your throat with spittle, so Christ was swept away in the flood of God's wrath. He bore it in your place. And just as you chew on that piece of bread, and when you chew on it, you crush it to dust. You obliterate it. So Christ was crushed. He bore the fierceness and the totality and the finality of God's wrath on the cross. And he did so so that you might be fed, so that you might be nourished, so that you might live. And then praise the Lord, on the third day, God raised him from the dead. And all the blessings that he's purchased for us by that death, Especially the removal of our sins, the removal of condemnation, acceptance with God, eternal life have become ours. The second thing that I want you to think about as you take the supper, especially today. Not only has Christ rescued you from that gloomy condemnation, but Jesus Christ has done it with intensity. He's done it with love You remember what Jesus says in John chapter 10 when he talks about being a good shepherd that protects his people from the fierce wolves? He says, I come, I lay down my life for the sheep, I die for my sheep. No one takes my life from me, I give it of myself. I come willingly, Jesus says. And the whole book of John, I wish I had time to go through it with you, I of course don't. Jesus is proving to us his willingness. That no one took His life from Him. He went to the cross. He bore that wrath. He was not forced to. He did it because He loves you. This is His body broken for you. This is His blood shed for you. For you, brothers and sisters, if you're in Christ. And for any who will receive Him. Any who will trust in Him. And so we come to the table today to be reignited (laughs) in a fresh thankfulness and gratitude for what Christ has done for us and who He is for us and His love for us. And by God's grace, then, to be stirred up to reminder that this is how we ought to love one another. This is how we ought to give ourselves up for one another, willingly, with zeal, (laughs) with love. And so let's go to the Lord and ask His blessing upon our time at the table. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning once again, and we thank you for our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that you have rescued us from condemnation. We thank you, dear Father, that you have rescued us in Jesus Christ from the fate of the angels and the fate of the antediluvian world and the fate of Sodom and Gomorrah and a much worse fate in the lake of fire And you have saved us from wrath and condemnation. And we praise you and we thank you for this. And we thank you for who our Savior is for us. Lord, we confess our sins to you. We know that we are worthy of this horrific condemnation that was described to us today. We know our sins. We know even our apathy. We know our weaknesses, but our failures and our sins. And Lord, we confess them to you. And we receive in the table today what you freely promise, that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins, since those sins have been paid for by a substitutionary sacrifice, even Jesus Christ himself. Lord, help us then by faith as we take these elements to receive again the Lord Jesus and to be refreshed and renewed in the salvation that you have so graciously provided for us and applied to us in the power of the Holy Spirit. Help us to take these elements in faith and with hope and with gladness and with great thankfulness in our hearts and help us to do so for your praise and your honor and your glory. Bless these elements to the nourishment of our souls. And we pray these things in Christ's name. Amen.